Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. You want to know what the worst part about having this ankle surgery has been? I asked Pedro. Um, the pain? He asked. No, not the pain, I told him. Having to use crutches? Nope, not having to use crutches. I give up, he said. What is the worst part about having ankle surgery? For me, the worst part about having to have ankle surgery is not being able to exercise. I can't break into a sweat if I can't get my foot on the ground. Fortunately for me, my 12 days of non-weight-bearing on my right foot have ended, and now I can walk around with my air boot and crutches. That means I can actually break a sweat. Why is breaking a sweat so important to me? I've spent years getting into the habit of sweating and exercising. It's not something that comes natural to me. I'm not a natural athlete. Don't get me wrong. I haven't started running or anything with my air boot on. But I do have an exercise bike, and I've started slowly using that a little bit each day to get the strength back in my leg. In today's podcast, I'm going to share five healthy habits that don't take a lot of work that will help you get in better physical shape. I like to use the acronym SWEAT to remember them by. So here are the five hacks for forming better habits that will make a big difference in your life. Hack number one, the S in sweat is actually sweat. Make a habit of sweating at least three times a week. No, I don't mean going outside when it's hot. Exercise hard enough to break into a sweat and stay sweaty for a good 10 to 15 minutes. It doesn't matter what kind of exercise you do, just make sure you sweat. Sweating means that your heart has entered the aerobic zone. Experts advise getting 75 to 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity each week. Breaking a sweat will ensure that you get that vigorous exercise. You don't even have to do it all at once either. You can purchase gadgets to help you measure your heart rate. Or you can just set a goal to get sweaty five times a week. Just make sure you choose an activity that you actually enjoy as much as one can enjoy getting sweaty. I love to run, mountain bike. In fact, mountain biking is what got me the ruptured ligament in my ankle and the subsequent ankle surgery. But I can't wait to get back on my mountain bike and hike. In the wintertime, I rely on aerobic exercise videos like Beachbody On Demand. You can also join online communities like Faithful Finish Lines. I'll leave some links in the show notes if you're interested in that. Hack number two, walk. You've probably heard of the magic 10,000 steps a day guideline. That number may or may not be enough for you. The average American only walks about half that distance a day. If you buy a pedometer or fitness tracker, some smartphones come with this feature built in, you can take a baseline reading and then aim to increase it by 1,000 steps a week. In just five weeks, you'll double your activity level. A self-care checklist might help you form these new habits. I'll leave a link to a free one in the show notes. My favorite ways to get more steps? I park at the back of parking lots. You don't waste gas this way looking for a spot up close either. I take the stairs instead of the elevator, and I never drive when I can walk. If I have to go to Home Depot and Walmart, 
I'll park in the lot where I need to buy the most and walk to the other one first. Sit on a yoga ball and bounce instead of sitting in a chair. Bouncing keeps my heart rate at double its resting rate, so I think it qualifies as stepping. It's easier on my knees, too. Go birding, or take a sunset or sunrise walk, or get out and smell the roses every day. Use your feet, not your technology. Stand up and walk to your kids' rooms to tell them it's time for supper instead of texting them. If you have a dog, take it on regular walks. Involve your family. Walk while your kids bike around the block or form a family habit of walking after dinner each evening. Hack number three, the E in sweat, is eat good things. Rather than going on a diet, learn to eat reasonable quantities of good things. Your diet is actually what you eat and drink, so you're always on one. Sometimes it's not a very good one. Try to eat things with ingredients that you can pronounce. Rather than cutting foods out of your diet, which could trigger a deprivation reaction, try adding good things in to your diet. For example, don't say, I'm going to quit having a cookie after lunch each day. Instead, say, I'm going to eat a piece of fruit at the end of my lunch every day. If I'm still hungry, I might have a cookie. Don't try to make radical changes all at once, either. In order to make lasting change in your diet, you'll want to start small. For example, Start cutting out white flour by using half whole wheat flour and half white flour in your baked goods. Once that tastes good to everyone in your family, try all whole wheat flour. Our taste buds will adjust and our bodies will start to crave the good things. For healthy recipe ideas, you can check out the show notes where I have a recipe section in my blog. You can also try the concepts used in mindful eating. All too often, we mindlessly eat without paying attention to why we eat, how much we eat, or when we actually feel full. Hack number four, try to stay active hourly. Aim to move every hour during the day. If you have a Fitbit or tracking device, set it to remind you to move each hour. My Apple Watch will give me a little nudge if I haven't stood up and walked around every hour. You may have heard that sitting is the new smoking, but scientists have shown that that statement gets overused without people really understanding it. Smoking will kill you a lot faster than sitting will. But, just like the campaigns against smoking that started in the 80s, everyone seems to have jumped on the campaign to move more. And moving more is a good thing. Studies have shown a relationship between sitting for long periods of time and dying younger. Most people don't realize how much they actually sit throughout their waking hours. Old school thought said that as long as you got your 150 minutes of aerobic exercise each week, you could sit with impunity. The new school of thought says that in addition to aerobic exercise, you need to make a point of moving throughout the day. I'll put a link to a self-care checklist at the bottom of the page to help you, for, to help you form movement habits. And hack number five, take five. Make sure that you take time to stretch your muscles if you want to avoid injury. According to Harvard Health, stretching keeps the muscles flexible, strong, and healthy, and we need that flexibility to maintain a range of motion in the joints. If we don't take time to stretch each week, we put our bodies at risk for injury. Personally, I hate taking the time to stretch because it's a slow and controlled activity. You know, boring. I've discovered that stretching after a run or an aerobic workout works best for me. Combining cooling down with stretching helps me to relax after a vigorous workout. 
stretching after an aerobic workout will actually make stretching safer. Contrary to what I learned in PE class 40 years ago, you shouldn't stretch before you work out. Once your muscle fibers have plenty of blood flow from your exercise, you'll be able to safely stretch them. Remember to hold each stretch for 30 seconds and not to bounce. Don't expect overnight results, but do faithfully stretch for at least 5 minutes 5 times a week. If you need ideas, try YouTube. I'll leave a link to a great after-run stretching routine by an exercise physiologist. What habits do you struggle with the most? I've already shared my aversion to stretching, even though I know it's good for me. You may have guessed that I don't relish sweating either. So don't forget the five hacks for improving your physical health. They form the acronym SWEAT. Hack number one, actually sweat. Hack number two, walk more. Hack number three, eat good things. Hack number four, be active hourly. And hack number five, take five to stretch. Come back next week in May for Mental Health Awareness Month, and I will share five hacks to help you handle a mental illness disclosure. Believe me, if someone trusts you enough to reveal a mental illness or mental health problem with you, you want to know how to respond compassionately and kindly and supportively. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together, we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.